0: Laughing all the way to the.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another year of America's greatest gambling tradition, the Spread Brothers Podcast, formerly known as the Spread Podcast. It's yours truly, Jordan, a.k.a. J.L. As always, alongside my brother, my betting confidant, and best friend, Marcus, a.k.a. Markey. Marcus, how are we feeling? It's early. We got weeks before the season starts. How do we see things coming up this season Where are we at? I think it shows right out of the gate our confidence and
2: our excitement when we start on August 13th. We were usually a Labor Day launch podcast, but we're chomping at the bit. We're watching too much baseball. Olympics really is what did it for me. To be like, dude, can we get some fuck? football. <laughs> the Olympics were awful. Dude, I didn't watch any of it. I watched some. You know what one of my favorite event in the Olympic was, though?
1: What? Handball. I enjoyed the handball. Uh? It's not exciting to watch. The Olympics are a joke. Baseball is a joke. Waking up in the morning knowing there's no football to bet on is a joke. And I've had I, seven months of it, and I'm tired of it
2: i will say this i we were talking earlier and i pulled up joe flacco's bubble screen 70 yard touchdown there was a serotonin release in my body that i forgot about just like the endor serotonin endorphins i'm not a fucking scientist everyone's a scientist now
1: you didn't know that (laughs) uh no yeah, everyone's a scientist, especially when it comes to biology. Everyone's a biologist. They know epidemiology. They know how vaccines work. Everyone knows everything. So don't you can't fool me. I just hope we have a COVID-free football season. That makes that That's makes
2: two my... of us.
1: That makes two of us.
2: Because was it last was it last year we did a full season and there was no fans. For most of it.
1: Yeah, well, that's... I think the challenge and why we're starting earlier this year is because last year we knew college football was just going to be a dud. There wasn't going to be excitement around college football. A lot of guys sitting out. No fans in the stands. These kids are taking classes online. They don't know what's going on. This year, it's looking like we're going to get the real deal. So, me and Marcus are trying to get ahead of the ball here we want to be on top of college and nfl last year we focused just on nfl we had our best win rate to date of our five-year history of this podcast marcus do you have the numbers on our win rate from last year could you uh refresh us on that i do so i did the math
2: nfl we were 69 percent in our picks nice We took some losses in college and in college basketball. And if you go back and listen to, I forget which podcast it is, but we announced that we're going to stay away from college sports just because of the volatility, because there was teams not playing. There was games being picked up two days before. It was too much. Um, But yeah, this year, college football is back college sports is taking on a new kind of a new level really now that athletes
1: can make money off their likeness right marcus what do you i'm seeing a lot of hot takes on the internet about the nil laws about college players being able to make money off of their likeness basically they can make money off of anything like i saw byu had like 35 walk-ons that some company as a marketing move just wanted to pay their scholarships so if you don't have those walk-on guys who are just ready to basically throw their lives away for four years to be forgotten about what does that do to the sport what do you think is going to happen to college football in this new age of money
2: making in the sport i forget his name but it's a it's a quarterback at alabama who hasn't played a snap but he's already made like a half a million dollars. So, I'd retire. Yeah, I I will say this. And especially for college basketball, it motivates the top talent to play college sports. Like that kid, Ohio State's quarterback. He was a senior in high school, decided to come skip his senior year and go to Ohio State. The reason he's doing that is because he can make money. I don't know. I think... The most important thing is the product on the field. And if that's good, I'm good. If we got the best talent well, in the country, on the field,
1: I'm happy. Yeah, I do think that there's like a a, a shade of naivete going on here because these elite college players have been making money. You know what I mean? Like, they've, they've been getting paid. This ain't necessarily a new thing. It's just more... Accepted, I think, you know, people still got to dish out the money and that's what it comes down to is like what people want to make money. Like if there's money to be made, people are going to do it. And I don't, I think this knee jerk reaction to the NIL regulations now in the NCAA, like it may seem like this huge change, but dude, people have been getting paid to play college sports for a long time. I don't think it's going to be as important as some of the, you know, old school journalists are are kind of putting it up to be. That's just me though. Yeah, well, I think a lot of
2: those guys are ex college athletes who didn't get paid, who <laughs> who didn't get paid. So they're they're jealous. Right. Yeah. I've always been in favor uh for college athletes to be paid. This is a pretty crazy way to go about it. Um, Because guys can make big money quick. But, again, I I think it motivates guys to stay and play college ball. Which, ultimately, for the brand of college sports, is what you want. You want the best talent on the field. And, dude, when you watch, like, a big, like, an Auburn-Alabama game on a Saturday and you see those kids playing and they're not making like jack shit in the past it's hilarious because it's a massive production
1: yeah no i mean
2: and they're the the product they are the networks
1: are making millions upon millions in advertising dollars and just saying thanks kids thanks see you next week who we got next week you know i don't think you're going to see too much of a dramatic change in terms of how Now the sport looks i really don't
2: here's my here's my hot take on this and i and i feel very strongly about this if college at so college athletes fought for this they are all on their twitter you know you you see guys tweeting about like i want to make money off my likeness whatever so now that you're being paid i don't think you should be protected from the media If the media comes at you asking a tough question and you're making a million dollars playing college football, you should answer that fucking question. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah, I agree. Because a lot in the past, coaches would protect, like, well, don't ask them that. Ask me that. They're just a student athlete. Don't ask them. No. If they're going to make money and they're going to make big money, the stars in college, uh, college athletics
1: should be just as exposed to the media right they should be held as professionals which they are now yeah yeah no i i I totally agree with that and i think there's going to be a lot of twitter controversy bullshit about that imbalance over the next few years coaches well trying to you know let that pressure roll off their shoulders maybe you'll see some coaches say well he's getting paid so why don't you ask him you know, like, and you might So I think see the opposite, be, you know? I think the opposite.
2: I think college athletes are going to be snide
1: and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're going to fall back on the, jaded, on the old. Almost jaded. They're going to fall back yeah. on the old shit that they're used to the coaches yeah. doing for them.
2: So a me, a guy from the media is going to ask someone from Ohio State or Alabama, Florida, whatever, A tough question, and that kid's going to be stunned.
1: Why do you have six kids and you're 19 years old?
2: Yeah, or what were you thinking when you made that misreading to double coverage and cost us the game? Because before, in collegiate athletics, it's very frowned upon in the media to single out one player. Coaches lose their minds over that. All I'm saying is, if you want to make the big bucks, there's some, you know... You got, if you want to be treated like a pro, you'll be treated like a pro because if I was a guy in the media, I'd be licking my chops. That's a good point, man. That's a, a good point. I would be licking my chops if I was in the media Just because I would rip rip these kids. These kids. I would know I would know how much money you made because you wanted it. And if you wouldn't answer a question and be like, so, "Okay, so you want all the money but you don't want the responsibility that goes along with it." That's my biggest problem with all of this. Is I think college athletes want they don't want to be bothered by the media. They want to be protected, but yet they want all the money. That's not how this works.
1: Yeah, that's. I think that imbalance is going to get definitely exposed, and you know, Twitter, the Twitter world won't won't take it easy. There's going to be you know, there's going to be flaming opinions on each side of this, and I you know. I think uh, we've definitely got our work cut out for us this year with the college football realm. We basically had like a – we we didn't even do the college football season last year because, like you said, it just – it was too volatile. It was, with the COVID restrictions and how they tre- they tr- they treated everything, it wasn't even worth predicting. You never knew what college was going to come out with what restrictions, what conference was going to decide, who couldn't play, who could play – what it meant if a guy tested positive, who knows? So, you know, we're gonna still have to deal with that. And I uh at least we know we're gonna kill the fucking NFL. We've we always kill the NFL. We have a track record of just nailing the NFL. And I think, you know, if things get too hairy, honestly, I, I'm I'm not gonna bet it. I'm not gonna give my advice to bet it. It's it's just not worth it. But I do think we're gonna be in a better place this year. When it comes to that side, the COVID side of college football, I think we'll be in a better place. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, man,
2: we'll watch teams play. Maybe rough at first, but we'll dial it in. It's football. That's that's kind of my point here. It's just like at the end of the day, you gotta play football. And we'll dial it in with college. I'm not worried
1: about it. I know we will, because that's what we do. Marcus, I think for this episode, we're so far ahead of the gun. Like, like I said, we usually just come in, you know, guns blazing. We make quick takes on teams, and we run with them. Last year, we killed them with it. I mean, we dominated. Who... Go on Twitter. Find your favorite sports analyst, sports betting guy, Find me someone who picked sixty nine percent or better over the year. I'll wait. We had a phenomenal year. Made a like when the NFL ended, I had a financial problem because I was used to making an extra five hundred to plus a week on on these bets, and like we were putting our time into this. So I think the season is going to be a little harder. We got a little more on our plate. That's why we're here. But I think for tonight the plan is going to be start with what we're good at and that is the nfl and at this point in the season when it comes to gambling the best thermometer that you can stick into the butt of any of these nfl teams is going to be their team total wins of the season having said that we're going to have a look at some of these team totals even maybe try to guess a few coming off of last year talk about some of the teams that we see being successful or maybe on the other end teams to stay away from as you move into the season here we only got 3 weeks until the NFL kicks off so we got to get to fucking work marcus so that's crazy i didn't even realize it was that 3 close. weeks 3 weeks so that leads me to my first big question of the podcast who do you have your eyes on week one in the nfl who do you want to know is real who do you want to know is a fraud who do you want to start riding that horse with my eyeballs you
2: know the answer to this but the listeners don't my eyeballs will be strictly on matt stafford and the la rams excuse me um They're my my dark horse to win the Super Bowl this year. I think Stafford and that offense is going to be absolutely electric. There's probably a lot of future picks of me betting overs for Rams games. And I think you said earlier the opening line for the Bears is like minus six. Rams minus six. I may cannonball into that week one. So, to answer your question... My eyes are on the Rams, fully.
1: Yeah, I think the addition of Stafford and that Rams system is is something that should be scary to a lot of NFL teams. I, I mean, this this is what I've heard from a lot of other you know NFL guys, analysts, numbers guys. They look at the Rams through the scope of Jared Goff, and what you'll hear about. Jared Goff under that Sean McVay system is that Jared Goff did it, just whatever Sean McVay told him to and if he didn't see those reads right away and if he didn't get what what Sean told him to expect what McVay told him to expect it just kind of fell apart you know Jared Goff is a lot of things but an improviser and a playmaker is definitely not one of those things and I think when you, get, well, when you get a guy like Sean, when you get a guy like Matt Stafford, you're dealing with a different animal. This guy can make plays. He can make all the plays that all the elite quarterbacks can make in the league. It's going to be interesting how Sean McVay treats him in this offense. Yeah, I mean, on the flip
2: side, Jared Goff was a product of that. But Matt Stafford was a product of a subpar Detroit Lions team. And still put up really good numbers. I mean, you look at the last five to seven years of the NFL. What other quarterback? Let's rule out Aaron Rodgers. What other. And Tom Brady. Let's rule out the obvious, you know, best quarterbacks in the league. Who else would you take other than Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson? Who are you taking? I. If you gave me a QB draft, I'd probably take Rodgers one, Brady two. It's a fight for three, man, but
1: I I really like Matt Stafford. You're just throwing out Patrick Mahomes? I mean, you can't tell me Patrick Mahomes couldn't light it up in that Rams system.
2: Oh, of course. But you're not, you can't tell me that Matt Stafford wouldn't light it up in the Chiefs system. That's true. I did I did discount Patrick Mahomes a little bit there I I
1: shouldn't have done that well he's um, like so much of a given and he's easy to like look over from time to time but no I mean
2: is Mahomes as successful if he played for the Lions this is this is my point huh. Matt Stafford is a complete career product of the Detroit Lions now he has a chance to really shine. With, with the Rams. And ha- have you seen his tan? Have you seen his L.A. tan? Oh, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, from Detroit
1: to L.A. I mean, dude, he looked, tan. he looked anemic in, in Detroit. And now he looks like he's hanging out at Venice Beach every Sunday, hollering at bitches. He looks like he's got more sauce. And I think... I think this Rams team, and there's some there's some doubters out there. Like there's some people who aren't buying the hype, and they're going against the hype. But this Rams team has like Sean McVay. To me, is the best coach in the NFL. May- behind Bill, Bill Belichick, he obviously he he gets the crown. But Sean McVay is a great coach, and and if he can manage a player like Jared Goff and be successful get to a super bowl i just watch out and i and i think well, for that week 1 matchup against the bears as much as i just want to jump on the rams i'm going to i'm going to that's going to be like a litmus test of what's going on in the nfl i'm not going to bet it you might pick it week 1 i'm staying away i want i want to see it i'm hammering it
2: i'm going to hammer it I bet I wish I could look this up quickly, but I bet the Rams team total in that game is probably like 27. I bet the Rams hang 35 on the Bears week 1. Cuz if you're Stafford, man, you have to come out and improve yourself. And the more I think about this, I got I got after you said Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes. Other than that,
1: well, I mean, I'm when you Matt when Stafford. you listen to people from ar- around Sorry. the league, assuming everyone says Stafford can do everything that all of these guys do, he can do it all. The problem is he hasn't had the system. That excuse is out the window now. He's he's in the spot. It's going to be a dangerous spot if he can do what people think can happen. So it's it's going to be an, an exciting team to watch, no doubt. I really hope um, he doesn't make me
2: look like an idiot because I'm really confident that he's going to have a really good year. Yeah. I. And you're going to get the ball. You're going to get the ball a lot. I mean, look at the Rams' defense. I mean, you look at the superstars, not only just the Rams, but L.A. sports in general. I mean, they have Mike Trout, Albert Pujols, Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald. I'm probably missing a bunch of other names. Trey Turner, Steven Strasburg. I mean, dude, LA sports are stacked right now. And Stafford's just going to slide right in. I think he's going to have a fantastic year. It's a winning culture out there. And I think on the flip side, Jared Goff is really going to struggle in Detroit. That'll show you
1: how good Stafford was when Goff runs Detroit's offense. Well, I mean, when you look at Detroit's weapons on offense, when it comes to their receiving core, they have no one. I mean, name one receiver who's worth anything from the Lions. Yeah, crickets. Yeah, no, that, I mean, I there are guys there, obviously. They're going to have to rely on someone, but like no one. That's a team who's going to have a really hard time. Jared Goff just got through in the gutters. That should tell you something. But, Marcus, I, w- I want to ask you something. So, you're high on the Rams. There's not much to bet on at this point in the season. It's just preseason. If you want to bet preseason, good luck. Good fucking luck. That's all I'm I'll not, say. I'm not doing that. But what you can bet on is the team totals. So, that what if you're not familiar with the team totals, that just means how many games do you see a team winning in the year? And Marcus, what I want to ask you is how many games, because remember we now have a 17 game season this year in the NFL. Yeah. We have one more game so you can, you know, that might up the total a little bit, but how many games do you see the Los Angeles Rams winning this year? What do you think that line would be from Vegas? Guess guess the line, Marcus. Go. Well,
2: there's been there's been some hate on the Rams. I mean, they got they have three tough games. I mean, Chicago, Indy, and Tampa. It's not a cakewalk. They have Arizona week four. Um, I'd say me personally, I'd say ten and a half. I think the Rams team total
1: wins are ten and a half. I think they're gonna be really good. Uh, you nailed it right on the fucking head. That's where the Vegas team total line is. I swear to God, I didn't look. I'm looking nope. at the Rams schedule right he now. He didn't. He he definitely wasn't looking because that's how he knew he was playing. They were playing the Cardinals week four. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at their schedule because I had to pull up their schedule. Yeah, so their um, their their total I, is ten I could and a half. See
2: them. I could see them starting two and two, with beating the Bears, beating Indy, losing to Tampa, and losing to Arizona. And then they have Seattle week five. But after that, it's just a cruise show. Green Bay week 12 will be tough. Um, but yeah, 10 and a half and I would take the over.
1: I like 11 wins for the Rams. Yeah, I mean, with 17 games, it's, it's uh definitely shifts how you look at these totals. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and I gotta tell you, Marcus, not to give away more of the like the guess the number of total here, but the chiefs are the only team in the league who have a total of twelve. It's right on the button. the chiefs have a win total at twelve, yeah, I'd bet I'd bet that over, and then um yeah, so I mean, there's so many teams that uh, it. I honestly think that the Vegas books with this extra game, they're reeling. They don't know exposed. They don't know how to give how to give these outs. Most most of these teams are between 9 and 12 wins. So you're I, telling me, you're I telling mean,
2: me that you think that Vegas thinks the Kansas City Chiefs are going to lose 5 games this season. No. No way. They go 14 and 3, 15 and 2. They're the team to beat.
1: They're the team to beat. I think there there's a few teams this year that I think there's more of a shuffle in terms of their personnel and in terms of their coaching staff than than others like if you had to pick a more vanilla team that like you're not going to see a lot of change from, I'd probably take the Vikings. Yeah. Like I was thinking What happened them. to the Vikings this year? Who did they get? You know, Nothing. like, they're I feel they're like the they're going to field a similar team to last year. They're sitting at eight and a half wins for their team total this year. <laughs> which is, like, come on. That's that's 17. <laughs> you know, like, it's such just like a lollipop line. But, like, who do you see, Marcus, as someone who might be way below the line or someone who, let's say, under... Let yeah. Let's say you think a team you might see is under that nine win mark this year. That could could go to that ten, eleven win. I could be way off here, but I
2: would guess the Las Vegas Raiders being at like eight and a half, nine wins, and I think they'll go over. Am I right? What are the they're, Vegas? They're at eight. Yeah, they have eight. Okay, so I like them to win 10 games this year. I I I like the Raiders. I like the way they play. I think Gruden's a good coach. I think 8 for the Raiders is crazy. I think 8 for the Vikings is right on the money. But for the for the Raiders, no. I'm going over on
1: that for the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, the Raiders they got a ton of speed on offense. At least they did last year, and I don't. Uh, man, this year is like such a head scratcher. There's so many teams that there's quarterbacks coming in, like drafted. Like I just feel like over the last two years, and I think it's coming into this year too. There's like a there's a quarterback shuffling. Yeah. Like well, like the old school quarterbacks that we got used to for, like, you know, the franchise quarterbacks, a lot of teams in the league are still scrambling to find that guy. You know, like, there's only a few teams in the league who really, really have their guy anymore.
2: Let me ask you this. Where's uh, the Chargers at? Where are they at? Because I know, you know, I think Justin Herbert is a superstar in the making. So, where are they? Uh, Nine? Nine Nine. and a half? Nine. Um... Ooh, that's tough. Um, it's funny the, the extra game of the season makes me want to pick over for them too. Let's find a team. <clears throat> You're looking at the list. Name a team that you
1: see overvalued. To be honest with you, I think uh, I think the Buccaneers at 11 and a half are, are insanely overvalued. For them to get 11, for them to get 12 wins is going to take week in and week out performance.
2: Yeah, and you would think at some point Brady has to start trailing off, right? But he never does.
1: Yeah, so for me, I think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 11 and a half wins for their over under to me is a little much. I tried to give Tom Brady the washed up sticker Last year. Didn't work out. He won the Super Bowl. Not good. <laughs> but I think at a certain point, those wheels are, they, you know, they got to fall off. And when you're playing in a new conference, you got to think, like, usually year two, these teams are going to have a scheme against you. And I think with Tom Brady, he's not going to be adding more parts to his game. As he ages, I think it's going to be easier for defenses to scheme against him as things kind of move forward. Um, you know, they they don't have a cakewalk schedule by any means. I mean, the first few weeks, it might look like they're going to do great. They got, you know, the, the Bengals, Texans. The Texans are going to be ass this year. Terrible. Um, the Falcons, probably not great but then when you go into you start getting into the second half of their season they're going to have to start playing some teams the titans dolphins bears colts i think i think they stand a chance to drop more than 5 games this year and and for them to win 12 i wouldn't i i wouldn't be quick to bet that i think they're in that like 9 to 11 win range they probably won't make it to twelve. If I if I had to bet right now, I would take that under.
2: Okay. So there's another team that pops to my mind because I'm kind of starting to think of the stinkers. So the teams that I think could suck. Um. Yeah. Who do you th- who who do you think the bottom three teams will be in the NFL this year? The Houston Texans. Um. I hate to say it, Detroit. You're right. They'll be in the bottom. I think they're going to be bad. And maybe of a stretch here, the Carolina Panthers. I think Sam Darnold is going to get rocked in that offense. Or the New York Jets. Those, uh, I'm trying to think. This is tough on the spot. Definitely the Texans, the Lions. I think the Panthers are going to be really bad. Um, i'm missing someone obvious here man who am i
1: missing who's the there's someone i'm missing i mean you could make an argument for anyone above that like the next team i might say would probably be maybe the giants you know they got daniel jones still hasn't really found his way and like that team's yeah but a trash a healthy saquon Saquon stays health uh stays healthy, you never know. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't I don't really I never saw anything from the Giants last year that really looked like good NFL football. And so
2: here's a team another team that I want to know and I have a guess on their total is Washington, the football team. I would guess that their totals at what, seven and a half?
1: Because I think they're undervalued. The Washington total right now is eight. So just under 500. Which to me, you take this, Marcus. You take it. They are
2: 100% going over 500 this season. They played the Super Bowl champs tough, they played everybody tough. And to go like an old school, just old school football guy. With you have that defensive line, they're going to keep you in games. Now, do I believe in Fitz Magic? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I hope he plays well. But my point is, the defense is going to keep you in games. I like, I like nine wins. I like nine wins for Washington. I think they sneak
1: into the playoffs. I, I, I love that take, Marcus. I, I think. This might slip through the cracks for most people with the football team. Their head coach, Ron Rivera, was battling cancer last year. He had a ragtag squad. They They had Dwayne Haskins, who can't figure out how to be a professional. He had to sort out Dwayne Haskins, got Taylor Heineke in there at the end of the year, put up a great game against the Super Bowl champs, covered the spread. Marcus, you... You said they'd cover. Yeah, it was easy cover, easy brag. But I, I just think this team has so much to build on, and I think you're right. Like, like that eight win line is so soft, especially in that that's, NFC East division. That's a guy in the room making the line, being like, "Oh, the football team? Nah, eight, you mean, whatever."
2: They were battling two cancers. Rivera had cancer, and Dwayne Haskins was a cancer. He's a cancer. Fitzmagic, he may be old, dude can play. And I I bet guys like playing for him. But I'm just telling you, dude, they had the number one pass defense in the in the league last year, and I believe they led the league in sacks as well. When you have that, you're going to win some fucking games. I
1: I the fo- I may be a football team fan this year. I may be a football team fan. I, I agree with you. When your quarterback can't get comfortable in the NFL, you're not gonna win. And dude, you're not gonna win. Their defensive line was young last year. And
2: they're they're all coming back. Dude, they're gonna be gnarly. They're gonna
1: be gnarly on the defensive line. I think I think that's a team early in the season that you'll see get undervalued. Like just because they you know, half of it's they don't even have a fucking name. You know, they're just a the football team. Well it's Fitzpatrick. But like What's what's their first game? What's their first game of the regular season? Let's let's scope that out. Um,
2: on ESPN, it just says Washington. They don't even have a name. Uh, they oh, dude, Justin Herbert better be ready. Chargers football team. What a way to start off Week One. Wow. What's the, what's the total on that? Um. ESPN has it. <laughs> My favorite line, baby. 45. <laughs> the Chargers, the Chargers minus one. This is coming from Caesars. But ESPN's analytics have the football team at a 60% chance to win. So Vegas, Caesars, has Chargers as the favorite. ESPN likes the football team at home. Well, And oh. I'm telling you this right now, week one. I like the football team at home.
1: I'll rarely agree with ESPN because they're owned by Disney and it's they're part of the Illuminati. But,
2: <laughs> I, dude, we should go to we should fly to LA and go to this game. Tickets as low as thirty six bucks. <laughs> this is going to be a great game. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait! No, it's in Washington. Dude, this is going to be a great game. Yeah, that's one wow. to look forward to. And by the way, I'm hammering the football team. No, me too. I'm I, i
2: I'm hammering the under, I think. I think it'll be like tw-
1: 21-17 football team. Yeah, I mean, Ron Rivera, man, he, like I said, was battling cancer last year. Got his team to the playoffs. Do you remember, do you remember... What the football team did
2: to Carson Wentz week one last year? They massacred that. They massacred him. Cause you remember I I we were texting while I was watching that film, and I think I said because the the football team did not have a good start. I was like, if the Eagles lose this game, I know nothing about football. And they lost. The football team, I believe the football
1: team won that game. Well, no, I think I think we had them covering maybe. I don't know. I'll go back. Hold on. One second. But, I mean, Carson Wentz against a good D-line. Carson Wentz, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> Dude, the football team won 27-17. Um, hold on. I want to see how many sacks. I, I I'm getting juiced up about the the football team's defense. They had six sacks. <laughs> Carson Wentz got sacked six times. Justin Herbert better be ready because
1: they're coming. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting game, and I I I do think that the football team will be one of the most undervalued teams this year. Um, they might be a good team to to saddle up with those first few weeks. Probably squeak out some ugly wins. No one wants to watch them, you know, just terrible games to watch. But if you want to make money, might be a good place to start. I, they're just the team that I want to root
2: for because they're gonna make every win tough like if there's a double digit spread
1: against the football team, I'm going to take it. If it goes over 8, if it goes over 8, I'm taking the football team. I mean, we okay. took we took plus 8 against the Super Bowl champions with the football team in the playoffs. That was in the wild that was in the wild card. Yep. And they covered that. Uh, I think it was a 4-point game. Yeah, no, it was honestly to me it was one of your best picks of the year. And I think you know with the NFL, so much has to do with the O-line, D-line, and how comfortable is your quarterback. Can he actually run the offense? As soon as he gets uncomfortable, things are going to get hairy. And the football team knows how to make it hairy. Well, you want to know what also makes it makes
2: life way easier for your linebackers when your defensive line is controlling the line of scrimmage. Your your linebackers can roam free, and if you can't establish a running attack, I mean, I, it's just the importance of a really good defensive line in the NFL is huge, and the football team has the best defensive line in football, in my opinion. So enough about them. I got fired up about
1: them. I may get a football team jersey. Not sure. No, I I like that we're setting the table for riding the football team early this year. I lo- I love it. It's a it's a it's a down and dirty team to pick, and I love it. I agree with you, Marcus. I think that's going to be a team I'm going to be looking to pick early in the first few weeks. I think eventually those lines are going to catch up. They might even get hot in the beginning of the year, and you know maybe it'll be hard to to hit bets with them, but. I, I think early season, the football team is going to be a good place to look to win some money. Um, another team I I think I want to look at early on in the season to make some money on is, is, is going to be the Dolphins. A lot of hype around the Dolphins. From what I've been hearing about Tua in the offense last year is that basically he wasn't being – he he wasn't given the authority to run most of the offense last year because he was young and they were kind of shielding him from doing a lot of the things they do. But you know, this year you got to think that they're going to let him loose. And if, if this if this Dolphins team stays healthy on defense and and they still have their weapons on offense, they have a good tight end game. They have weapons on the outside. I think too, a tag of Loa has the skill set to, to make some early wins and get some shit done early but again it comes down to that O-line play you know like he's got to be comfortable he's a young kid if he's not comfortable back there it's not going to fucking happen but I would say for me early season easy money makers I'm going to be looking at Dolphins and the football team to to surprise some people early early in the season. Yeah. Well, Marcus, I uh you know, usually we're flying by the seat of our pants week one. We're just flying by the seat of our pants negative three week. Week
2: week negative three. We're, last last question, last question, then we'll wrap this up.
1: Where are the Packers at? Well, let me ask you: What do you think their win total will be for this year? Um,
2: nine and a half. Eleven.
1: Whew. Wow! Even with hipster Aaron Rodgers. Um. Yeah i I know you're not happy with the performance Aaron Rodgers has been putting on this off season. So, tell me about tell me what you see with Aaron Rodgers this year, Marcus.
2: Well, it's all going to change when I see him throw the football. Because once I see him sling it again, I'm just going to be betting overs. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when I see him, you know, hanging out with Miles Teller, growing his hair out, wearing those trendy fucking sunglasses, you know, rolling into camp, he's just kind of acting like a douche. Like he's shitting on Green Bay. Like he's basically telling the media that players come to play with him. Not to play in Green Bay, which is a wild take. I mean, it's it's, it's Lambeau Field, I and mean, it's like one of the most storied franchises in all of football. But once Rodgers drops back and just slings it around the field, I'll be back to betting Packers overs. Just
1: I yeah, I think I think I have you know me, Marcus. I'm quick to slap the washed up stamp on anyone and Aaron Rodgers had has acted like a baby back bitch in the offseason. I'm yeah. sorry. No, there's a lot of people pissed off at him. It's it's a business, man. Like you 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 got to understand like these owners own you. That's why they're called an owner. And he did get them to the NFC championship last year after he was pissed because they drafted Jordan Love and he got a little chip on his shoulder blah 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 but like what's going to happen this year you know is he going to have enough piss in his veins to to pro- to prove this team wrong when he knows this contract's over this year is that hunt going to be in him this year i the the NFC north is going to be very interesting this year and i think the packers i don't know that that's going to be weird i'll tell you this I'll tell you this, Aaron Rodgers better
2: come out and play well the first four weeks of the season or the the team is going to be in complete disarray because he's put on this fucking sideshow. You can't do that. If you do that and not perform, that's how you lose a locker room in your fan base. Like, like a <laughs> crazy take here. I think Aaron Rodgers gets booed at some point in the season.
1: What do you think? What do you think the odds because would be there's on that? A, that he, when they announce him, quarterback, no, Aaron no, 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 Rodgers, boo. Not when they announce him,
2: but maybe a game where he throws three picks against the football team, and just looks like shit, and the crowd starts booing because they're they he trashed Green Bay. He's taking all the credit for all their success and all the guys who want to come play with them um It's tough because I love watching him throw the football, but he is acting like a super douche. Well, that's where you know I kind of and I kind of want to see him fail. It's like because it would be more fun to see him fail this year
1: than for him to succeed. It's like it's like LeBron when he made space jam. The new Space Jam which sucked. It was terrible. Like I thought for a second maybe LeBron James like as good as he is at acting on the floor, maybe he'll, that'll carry over to him in Hollywood. It didn't. Space Jam, the new Space Jam was one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my fucking life. I couldn't even make it through it. It took me 5 days to watch that movie. God, it was I like bad. It. And 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 when I see guys who are at the top of their game start making bitches out of themselves in the offseason, that's a red flag for me. I don't care how good you are. My washed up alert, my washed up watch is on Aaron Rodgers this year. It was Cam Newton before, but everyone knows Cam Newton's washed up. Yeah, he's up he's been through the deep. He's been through the deep cycle. My my washed up radar is going beep 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 on Aaron Rodgers, so he better come out slinging it. Well, he week one. I mean, you look
2: at Dak Prescott; he's not putting a big fucking show. He's like the highest paid dude in the league. He's not putting on this massive show. He's just going to camp after a busted ankle, doing his thing. Aaron Rodgers needs to be careful. This he better year. play. He better play. The long hair, fucking man bun, super trendy. Miles Teller's like his boy now. I don't get it. I don't get it. I
1: yeah, it's a dangerous road he's going down. That's for sure.
2: I, I it seems arrogant. It seems really arrogant in a league where there's hundreds of guys coming for your shit.
1: Like there's dogs in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, but you could also make this argument like Aaron Rodgers had the best season of his career last year. You know, like oh, dude, he I think fucking dived up if,
2: everyone. If you we go back and listen to all our podcasts and be like, oh, what do you got, Marcus? First pick Packers, whatever the over is, <laughs> and it would hit because he was just sing song, bing bang boom, and I was just like, this is easy money. But once I see man bun, he's jumping off cliffs. He's talking shit about the city that made his career. Um, he better perform or,
1: yeah, he may get booed. Man, if Aaron Rodgers got booed. Woo! Yeah, I think he's definitely, you know, staring over the cliff of washed up. And I, uh, <laughs> Dude, so October
2: 24th, the football team... Is in Green Bay. That's one I'm highlighting. Because that could be the boot. Are we going? That could be, well, we'd have to like get on a waiting list. You know, it's Green Bay. But you could come here. I could come to Chicago. Wait. Okay. No, I'm going to be in, uh, I think I may be in Detroit that weekend. Um. No, I'm not. That's the next weekend. Yeah, so you should come to St. Louis. Because that could be the boo game. That could be the game Aaron Rodgers gets booed.
1: <laughs> He's walking a fine Dude, line, I man. It's it's, it's going to be, he needs to kill it or else people are going to slit his throat this year. The media, the fans, they're ready to slit his throat. And as soon as he slips up, it's over. I Last thing, and then we'll wrap this up. I'm looking at
2: their schedule. I mean, they have Saints week one, Lions, they'll... If they lose to the Lions week two, I mean, people may want Aaron Rodgers' throat. Look at him, dude. There's a picture of him on
1: ESPN. His hair, he looks like Jesus. He's been what fucking is popping Molly in Maui. <laughs> <laughs> is This isn't the
2: Aaron Rodgers I want, man. He just looks like he's too cool...
1: For school, well, you know what I love about how what the media says about Aaron Rodgers. Like, well, he's a sophistic, he's a think, he's a philosopher. He's a philosopher. You know, as soon as an athlete starts thinking hard, they're done. They're over. Don't think hard. Just do your fucking job. Throw the ball. You don't need to be a philosopher. You made it this far in your career because you're an athlete. You're not a philosopher. And Aaron Rodgers, every time he gets every time he gets on the mic, it's you know, it's like some transcendental message. It's like, dude, you're losing me. You're losing me, buddy. And I think he's gonna lose the fan base. I think you're right. He might get booed this year. He's already. He's already
2: losing the fan base. Go on Twitter. There's Packers fans ripping him. How do you go in a press conference and say, Well, no one wants to come to Green Bay. They're coming here to play with me. Whoa.
1: Yeah, he's he's I mean, he's gotta perform. He's gotta.
2: My question is, is there is there a chance that Aaron Rodgers has burned a bridge, not only with the organization, but with the coaching staff, the team, just all these antics, he better perform. That's all I'm gonna say. He better perform or it'll be a long year then he'll just he'll just cop out and he'll retire I don't know I'm not I'm not huge on Aaron Rodgers this year which hurts me to say
1: yeah I mean I think I think you're right though it's like a formula for him to not give a fuck you know like that's kind of what's going on and that's why I think I'd be weary to bet on him early on like there's a formula for him to not give a shit you want to know a wild take
2: yeah then I swear I'm done so Dan Graziano for ESPN says the most likely outcome for the Packers season after this year is that Rodgers is gone and Jordan Love is the starting quarterback so he's saying this is going to be Rodgers's last year it's not going to have a good year. He's done.
1: I mean, no, I mean wow. they structured his deal so that after this year he's gone. Like that's what's going on. It's built into him that he won't give a shit. That's what's going on.
2: That's just so crazy to me. Cuz how good he played last year? You 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 don't think he got two more years? That just doesn't doesn't make. I'm sense. just telling
1: you, you're right Ed's though. Cracker. He's on the He's on the a train to washed up town. And and it, I wouldn't be surprised if we got ugly for him this year. He gets booed. That's what I hope. He's yeah. That's that that's the line. Minus no no like plus, plus four hundred. Uh, yeah. The Lambo crowd boos Aaron Rodgers. Plus four hundred. Would you Would you buy it? Yeah, I would. Well, I'm I I I think there's something to it. I I there's not nothing to it or else people wouldn't be talking. And I think that's why we're talking. But Marcus, that's all the time we got tonight, man. We we've been just trying to hash out what's going to happen this year in the NFL. We're trying to get our feet underneath us so we can keep this high level of winning going on for the next 3 months, 4 months as long as the NFL goes. Like we said earlier, we had a great year last year. We're not going to let you guys down again. We're going to be putting out these episodes where you're going to get to hear us just hashing things out. Talking shop. You're going to hear the the behind-the-scenes spread shit. Figure out why we're picking what we're picking. And I think we're all going to be better for it. We're going to make more money for it. Marcus, any last closing thoughts on on this uh first episode of the season? Um no, I didn't really know where we were going
2: to go tonight, but it just shows once we get going how much is just deep in our mind ready to come out. So, it was great. A lot of a lot of good takes. And uh, I think I'm a football team fan
1: now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be betting the football team early, Early, I think. Uh, we'll, we'll look into it more. Maybe we can take the takes we have tonight and examine them a little more deeply. Like our knee-jerk takes, we'll yeah, examine this them a definitely, little deeper. This was definitely like my gut. Like this is
2: what I feel from last season. Let me do some homework. And then once we'll break down the divisions, we got three, four weeks before the season starts.
1: We can really delve into this. I mean, we're always ready to go by week one. You don't, you don't pick sixty nine percent over the NFL season unless you know what you're fucking doing. And we definitely do know what we're doing, and we're gonna keep winning you guys' money just like we always do. We're gonna be releasing an episode every Friday until the end of the NFL season. We look forward to talking to you guys again soon. We love you. We're happy to be back. Let's make this money. Follow us on Twitter at The Spread Bros. We'll see you next week. Peace.